Hey guys, there's some tickets left for our live podcast, Get Them Quick, uh, 10,000 Laughs Festival this week, Friday the 13th at the Parkway Theater. You can get them at 10,000laughs.com. Today's episode is also sponsored by G.L. Berg, the premier corporate entertainment booker in the Midwest slash in the United States. Book one of your favorite comedians from our program, from their roster, or any number of other entertainers. Go check out their website, glberg.com. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming back. This is the third time we've started the show. Across from me, as always, especially this morning, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hi! I'm really excited to attempt to do our show for the third time. Uh, let me break down... Oh, wow, you sounded like BLs about... You sound like Tasmanian Devil. Let me break down what has just taken place. So, we reared up, ready to go. We were jacked up. Yeah, we were loose. I had two packages of oatmeal this morning for energy, and I am fucking jacked. We, I love that you say it's for energy. Um, we, is, is oatmeal a big energy thing? Yeah. Sure. So, uh, I'm not, I shouldn't have said sure like that because somebody's going to send me a shitty message. What well, happened? No problem. We know you can eat three foods and you're mad that other people get to eat the rest we, of them. We started our first show and it was an okay start, of, start to the show, but the tragedy was, for some reason, as you started the show, you decided to like dig into your eyeball and slothify your face. Sure. Just for completely forgetting that we're a video program now. Well, they can switch to you when the, I do that. The fact, well, we wouldn't switch to you if you open the show by going, Good morning, it's the Chad Daniels that's show. That's what happened. That is pretty accurate what happened. And so the fact that that's lost to history was frustrating for me. Sure. That, and, d- that does make sense that that's lost. But and, what, the, what happened was. Yeah. Is that the people that run this show. Yeah. Didn't clear the hard drive. Thank you. Here's the deal. We have had to put together an infrastructure on this program to accomplish our uniquely our uniquely put together podcast where we now have a head producer in Hay Bales. Right. Okay, and we beneath him have sub producers. Sure. City based sub producers. Right. In Minneapolis, it is. We have Brandon, the wonderful Brandon. And here we have the wonderful Cincinnati. Cody Walker. Right. Both of which, who are receiving a large percentage of the no money we get. Uh, that is true. You guys are getting 50% of zero dollars. 50% of zero dollars. But Cody, uh, Cody this morning, it's his second episode. Thought he did great in the first one. I think he did too. This one, I think we should drown him in the fucking lake. I think we should take him out back. Well, how, and far, not, how far well, do we have to drive to get to a lake? Stop it okay. right now. Okay. You've seen it. You know it's a lake. But I think we should take him outside, and I think we should just leave him out in the middle of the water for a while and let him tread because that's a big mistake, baby. We when can't I was that. talking about the people that run the show, I was just talking about you. No, fuck I, you. But I was, though. How? No, it's... This I will not take Cody's heat on this. I love him a great deal. You don't have anything else going on in this hey, house. You but, have no responsibilities. And if you do, prove it. Don't but fuck you, if you in but your you fucking don't. face. So you should have cleared the hard drive. Now, what did I do? 
I should have cleared the hard Just drive. Just wait a second. Is that remember, remember how we talk about? I don't uh, do anything yes, but show Cy up. Oh yes, Amundsen, host slash hard drive clearer. So know how we say I never show up? Yeah. I had a brand new hard drive in That's my luggage, correct. and I went to get it, and quite frankly, I saved the show. Let me tell you what Cody did on Saturday. He performed. He's a very talented musician. He performed down by the clubhouse. Okay. And there was another band, a good good friends of him. You the, guys know the clubhouse, right? Everybody listening? You know the clubhouse. The Cadillac Preachers is the name of your friend's band, right, Cody? So they performed also. So Cody opened for him. And we're going to get into the semantics of that here in a moment because I'd like to ask him some questions. Sure. But, Cody, what was that event called? Music on the Lake, Suck Your Own Dick. It's called Music on the Lake because this is a lake. It's called Music on the o- the Lake in Ohio. It's not called Music on the Water. It's not. Co- Although when we were testing this equipment, just as a heads up, Cody and I tested it out on the deck. Yeah. And because of all the reeds and the angle by which we were shooting, the water did look a bit swampish. It's, I'm going to take a picture and post it on my stories. I'm a very private person. Well, no one's going to know. They're going to be like, oh, wh- where is this? In sure. Louisiana? Is there, a, is there a fan boat coming by? Are those crocodiles? Yeah. We're going to go out and catch some crawdads. Yeah. Who's this guy? I don't know. But I will tell you, and this is... It's I'm, Nate Abshire's uncle. I'm ashamed to tell you this, is today I went to Starbucks, and as I was driving away from the house, mm-hmm. I looked to the left, and I was like, oh, shit, that does get bigger. Thank you. But behind You've been your... Here enough time. The fact that you haven't gone... I've never looked. It's 100 yards to the left to see down. I don't like to leave you when I'm with you. Well, I actually... That was very nice. And <laughs> regardless of whether or not you meant it, it made me feel good. Listen, I think I'm leaving the show. Okay. It was, and, great. it was great to talk to you. And I want to leave the show the way Frazier Crane left Cheers. Now, it wasn't Frazier's decision. He didn't walk in to the Cheers offices and go, guys, I think it's been a good run. It wasn't. And that's what I'm doing here. Do you want to explain how he left the show? Because I watch Cheers and I don't even know that. So I know he moved to Seattle and he had a To get bro- some scrambled eggs, if I'm not mistaken. And he had a brother that... Couldn't have been his... What's up with their accents? Anyway. Sure. By the way, I think Frazier's coming back. I think somebody told me that. And I was... And that's... That's what I do want. I think a great version of television is all the characters from their mid-age prime now as elderly versions of those characters. I'll tell you what I don't need is a man named Kelsey in my face. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Kelsey Grammer, you fucking... You stay at home. And you stop with the bullshit, because I don't need that in my life. It's going to be confusing. He's got a real DA's head, right? Like, doesn't he have district attorney head? definitely. So I, as we were setting up this equipment, Mm -hmm. I decided it's time for me to Frasier Crane out of this show by taking a character from this show and transferring it onto a new product and letting Middle of Somewhere drift off into the abyss that is retired programs. And I think what I'd like to launch is Swampcast. Okay. Now, Swampcast is, Cody, America's number one video-based podcast sure. on Instagram and TikTok yep. next to a swamp. Okay. You can try that. <clears throat> Absolutely. Now, hey, I, y'all. I would prefer, before you get into it. Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> I would prefer 
that you don't leave like Fraser Crane. I would prefer like you leave like the guy that got kicked into the hole in 300. <laughs> and I would like to kick you in the chest into the hole and just have you fall way down off your deck into your swampy water. As long as there's a mic down there and I can kick this show off, I'll leave either that way. That way it'll be like, hey, y'all. <laughs> and then not, it would go, squeak. And not splash because it's a swamp. I just think it'd be it's a really good opportunity for me to both leave the show, yeah, start a new project, and also talk about some of my desires and beliefs, which you know have skewed extremely conspiratorial, yeah, in recent years. But I would yeah. love we just hey y'all, welcome to the Swamp Cast mm-hmm. on today's episode. We're going to talk about how I did send a package of fake anthrax to Richard Gere's son. Like, I'm really excited for this. You sh- yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I, I, you, I think do you, you know be- that the pyramids were a, a power station that gave the Egyptians light? Like, I just, that's who I'm really excited about it. And I do, I do think it's time for me to depart. But. Okay. Now, do you, have you ever had like an idea where you go like, you know what? I think I'm going to, like, I'd like to plant some azaleas. And then all of a sudden, your neighbor, you go outside Mm -hmm. to go to Home Depot to get them, and your neighbor's planting azaleas. You're like, what the fuck? That was my idea. I feel a lot like that right now. Leaving the show has been my idea for several years. Sure. And I just keep getting sucked in because you just go, hey, listen, I like it. And then people, I do like and then people it. come up to me on the road and they go, hey, just so you know, during lockdown, middle of somewhere got me through life, it. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, and hey, not save my life. When people mm-hmm. tell me that shit, I will tell you this. So I have had people come up and go, I don't know what I would have done without the show during lockdown. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. But there are some people who are like, yeah, I was just, uh, I go, well, well, what, what happened? And they're like, oh, I was just working. I expected like this big thing. They're like, yeah. oh, I was just working the night shift. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. When they took both my legs, all I had left was Cyan <laughs> <and> Chad. <laughs> because I named my dick middle of somewhere. <laughs> I had no legs. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Swampcast. Today, we're going to be talking about several of the charges levied against me. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about Swampcast, and I'll soft pitch it throughout this program, perhaps, because I like to beat a horse until it's deathed. Sure. Uh, but Cody uh, sang on the lake because it's a lake. Oh, nice. Can I tell you one thing before you continue this story? It's just, I'm sorry. Listen, we're about to have to start this podcast for the fourth time. Oh, there's no way this is actually I recording. I don't meal and coffee. This is not going to go great. I, I am in a full kegel right now, and I might puke up my shit because I think I'm reversing my system. This is a nightmare. I'm in full <laughs> butt cheek clench. Yeah, look at how his haunches. Look I'm at his sweating. haunches. I'm fucking sweating. Wait, what's a haunch? I don't know. These? No, that's a jowl. No, that's it. Well, on you, it's a jowl. On me, it's cheekbones. The uh, oh, here we go. The, well, I don't get many of those anymore since the disease came around. Hey, y'all! Welcome to Swampcast. I am very sick. <laughs> so, uh, the I think I wonder if haunches are kind of trappy area of your back i have no idea so you look up haunch on your phone thank you well don't let him take his fucking eyes off the screen or he'll forget (laughs) that it's recording and we'll have to start all over again the cody's i told i love that people right now are like if they're listening for the first time they're like what episode is this they haven't figured out how to record yeah oh we've been doing it five years 
It is episode 300 and blankety blank. Anytime we get close to having something figured out, we're like, let's switch it. Let's celebrate us for a minute. We are doing video episodes actually now. Regularly. And it only took us, we talked about it just a mere three years ago. So the fact that this is happening now, and I think everybody should just take a fucking break you know, with their energy about how long it took us, because not only did we give them, we, well, we're in person, anything. we're in person again. Yeah. What a gift. What yeah. a gift to all those no-legged middle of somewhere fans that we helped through what, the pandemic. What a gift to people never hearing a full story because now we can interrupt at will. This is, we're fucking 14 minutes into this and no one has said anything. The only memorable moments are that we don't trust Cody and you might shit your pants during this episode. Yeah, we don't trust him because he said he played on a lake and there has there's not a lake. That has nothing oh, to do with I the trust. It was oh. more that he is he's capable of this oh. and skilled. I and thought he, you were saying he that blew he, it he early on. Pretended there was okay. So at music on the lake, yep. Cody uh, opened for his friends, the Cadillac Preachers, okay. and everybody on the lake got a special little treat because Cody's peepaw, Grandpa Grandpa Walker, okay, okay, Grandpa Walk Walk, he now uh, the famous. He's the man fame birdhouse fame. The man. Who, oh yeah. The man who made the meth right. birdhouse. Yeah. So big scrap metal guy, per my understanding from Cody. Okay. So Peepaw Walker got him a harmonica, and he can fucking rip. He got to play it. So he did a little mouth harping out on the out on the channel, like. And so Peepaw Walker and Cody ripped a couple of tunes, but Cody kept introducing him, and I didn't even dig down on this. At music on the lake, because I'm okay. not trying to harsh anybody's mellow at such a wonderful event. What does that mean? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy Buffett dies, and all of a sudden you say harshing someone's mellow? Get out of here. I hope you step on a fucking pop top and get tetanus, you nerd. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, that was gross. Have you ever seen anyone? Uh, you and I, we don't like to pile on dead people, right? right? Mainly because we'd be laying in a coffin. Dad joke. Thank you. Sure. The hate myself for that. I don't even think it made sense. I don't care. I don't know what's happening. Normally, we don't like to pile on dead people. Right. That's not our model here. But are you a little bit surprised by how much of a punchline Jimmy Buffett was to everyone we've ever met in our entire life, including me? The amount of shots that I've taken at Jimmy Buffett is World War II level. And interesting. And then he deceases, and a bunch of people that I am quite certain ha- could, are like, well, he changed the game. Jimmy Buffett came out here and changed the way white men look at vacation music. Like, it's just been, I, I don't know that I've seen something like that before, where somebody who is such a societal punchline to the cool kids, I'm not sure. talking about to like investment bankers. Right, you're talking about just the cool kid club. The cool kid like, club. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. When in reality, he is responsible for the sale of button-down shirts with wooden buttons. I mean, solely. Yeah, he, he built that industry. He is the one that did it. And I, so, but I'm not even like, I'm not even supporting Jimmy Buffett. I just... 
I don't know if you noticed that. I just thought it was interesting. So many people were yeah, eulogizing true. Jimmy Buffett, which like two weeks ago, you'd be like, you want to go to a Jimmy Buffett show? They'd been like, what am I going to cheat on my wife with her sister and then go to work in middle management? Like that sort of shit. Yeah. I saw a, uh, a concert on a beach and it was a, a DJ, very well-known DJ, and he had sampled Jimmy Buffett. And then they fucking brought Jimmy Buffett out for the live concert to do his part. It was pretty wild. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. I uh, oh, tell me more about this concert on the lake. I was on an ocean. Keep going. <laughs> Cody's Peepaw Walker goes by the name Bird Dog on stage. What the is fuck that is true? that? About? What the fuck is that about, Cody? I know what that is. He pulled so much ass in his youth, <laughs> and all he would do, he'd see a woman walk by, and he bump. would just fucking yeah, just <laughs> back leg up, and all of a sudden wouldn't move like squirrel. <laughs> except money. Is that is that his stage name, Cody? Is Bird Dog? And where's the Hammond come from? Because his last name's Walker. Big fan of Daryl Hammond? <laughs> yeah, Daryl Hammond from Mad TV. Yeah, he's a huge <laughs> fan. No, I think, I think John Hammond, maybe? It's like a, an old folk singer. Hmm. Okay. Well, this wasn't good content. So the first part was Jack was accurate. That is where the nickname came from. Oh, boom. it is! Oh! I say boom, boom, boom. And then he said, bird dog, bird dog. So basically, Peepaw Walker smashed so much 1940s, 50s, and 60s mm-hmm. that he. I don't actually. I don't know which way I go on that. The point is, I'm I going knew... to tell you something. I don't. I don't think you have to smash it. I don't think you have to achieve the goal. I think it's just you're eating, and you're like, yeah, and I know. And then we were. <gasps> And oh, he just sure. pulls off and starts staring yeah, like okay. a bird dog. Yeah. yeah, it's somebody walks by a grocery aisle. He's busy focused on picking the right steaks, and he just chunk. Right. Yeah, points. Yeah, or picking the right like oatmeal for energy or whatever. It doesn't matter. I've only known one other bird dog, uh, and we gave him that nickname when he was dating my niece. So he didn't love it. Oh, it had nothing to do with like looking at other women. His last name was Berg, and uh, then. Berg? Yeah, this is, so his last name was Berg, a nice kid. Uh, somehow, I don't know if we heard somebody call him Berg or somebody called him the Berg Dog, something like that. And we're like, mm. Bird Dog, yeah. you'll have to be Bird Dog now. And he's like, well, I guess. I'm- All you have to do is add the letters D and O right in yeah, the middle. It's perfect. It's, it is perfect. So they were at a Ethan, Madonna scale Ethan, the yeah. Elster and the like, were at a family event okay. with a i'm gonna say i don't estranged makes it sound nefarious but somebody that's a, a family member but that's not very close okay and uh someone that wasn't welcome that is not what i said at I all i think it was and the whole group was standing there and this person was i think it was an uncle or something but he was trying to be genuine okay and like i think he'd heard bird dog's nickname and uh walked up and was like how's it going dog face <laughs> and that's a fuck, that's a great moment. That's a great moment to watch a 22-year-old boy be called dog-faced at a funeral. Yeah. That's I have a, a question. Have yeah. I ever told you the story about my roommates in college, his scrotum? Nope. Okay. So we called him Flying Squirrel <laughs> because his scrotum was so gigantic. He had kind of like nugget nuts, like these little nuts. Sure. But his scrotum was outrageous where he would walk, if you were watching TV, he'd stretch it out and then like walk by and like 
kind of curve his body like he was mm-hmm. flying around. And he, if a breeze would have come through the living room, maybe. Yeah. But here is where it gets crazy. I came out of my bedroom one time mm-hmm. and I was like, what are you guys looking for? Because there were two, there was a girl on both sides of him. Mm-hmm. And they had, they were holding no, the scrotum. Listen no, to this. no, no. Wait, no. Wait, if you think that's unbelievable, wait till what he was doing. He was no. eating cereal out of his scrotum. <laughs> I promise you, it was the craziest thing. They had it stretched out with just a little bit of slack. And they had poured cereal, just to be funny. And then he, I guess he was waiting for us forever to wake up. And every, and so then I sat down. So that was the bit. He yeah. wanted you guys to wake oh, up. big time. And see him yeah. eating cereal. And I was the first one up. Yeah. And so then I sat down to watch the reaction of everyone else. And it was the same thing. It was like, hey, man, what's up? What the fuck? What the fuck? And he's just like eating cereal out of his. It was so funny. Oh, I, real heroes in this story are the women who are like, this is so funny. I do. I am yeah, willing to sign up absolutely. to hold your scrotum while you eat cereal. We have to it. understand. I went to a community college in northern Minnesota. So they were like used to like pulling on cow tits and all that yeah. stuff. What disease is that that gives you silly putty scrotum? I have no idea, but it was pretty wild. And here's, here's the classic thing about him. People would always go, hey, man, that guy's passed out. You should like wrap his face in your scrotum. And he'd go, no chance would I do that. Yeah. He would always just like... To be funny, he'd be standing there, and then you'd look over, and he'd pull it out like a, <laughs> like fucking Batman with his wings when he jumped off a building. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is he refused to use his power for evil. Yes, he, he was a superhero. He, he always only, used he it. Only he used it. Always for used good. it for laughs. He could have been like a service animal. He could have gone through like the cancer ward and been like, yeah, but what do you think of this? And you've been like, I feel better. I've never seen anything like that. You can keep your golden doodle. Was it <laughs> Was it more of an expansion sack thing where like it was relatively normal sack? And then once you got your hands on it and stretched it, you're like, I didn't realize there was that much sack there. That or I don't know. Did is this one of those things like this is funny when he shows it to people, but when he has to tuck that book bag back into his jeans, he's it feels oh, like yeah. it feels like you filled you know like a Ziploc bag full of water and are trying to carry it down. It the could steps. be like one of those shopping bags that yeah. you can fold real small, and then there's like one little snap. It's like yeah, it's like an air mattress. Yes, it's like an air mattress that's put away in its air mattress. Except bag. he could go. There was no. Yeah, there yeah. was not 15 minutes of that. He yeah. would just walk in and all of a sudden you'd hear zip and then yeah, he it was r- awesome. Cranks it, it out. It was so great. Hey guys, do you work at a company or own a company or are somehow in charge of your company's holiday parties, picnics or events? And do you also love the guests we've had on this show, i.e. one Mike Brody, Brian Miller, Ali Sultan, Tim Harmston, Mary Mack? Well, all of them, as well as me and Chad and I as a package, are available through G.L. Berg Entertainment. Head over to their website, glberg.com. You can see all their different services in addition to comedy, which they are the premier comedy booking agency. Uh, It's no coincidence that all the people that we love uh, they, they book. It's, it's a fantastic thing. Also, I should point out somebody we haven't had on our show who is quite literally the king of corporate comedy. 
one C. Willie Miles. Uh, I've seen him. I remember when I started doing stand-up comedy, I was doing some garbage show in St. Cloud in a bar, and I walked through that bar, which was connected to a hotel, to see another comedian absolutely murdering in a special room in front of like 300 people. That was my introduction to C. Willie Miles. G.L. Berg books him and everyone we've mentioned. Uh, go on their website, check it out. Go over there, call them, talk to Ryan, Nate, Gary. They're an incredible, wonderful team. Uh, they are the absolute best of the best, and you can't go wrong. A lot of their clients book through them year in and year out. A lot of them have been there for a decade plus, and the moment you use them, you'll realize why. glberg.com or 612-361-6002. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I... I know we're in Cincinnati right now, yeah. but I have to tell you, I am so enthused. I'm so... That I'm here. Yeah, listen, I'm, ex I'm excited to be here too. No, so I'm oh. so excited. We are going to a football game. Oh, yeah. We're coming up. We're going to a Monday night football game. Yeah. You, myself, yeah. and the lovely Kelsey Cook. Right. And this is our, this is our first date as a trio. And I can't wait. I sure. can't wait to get out into the mix as an extra member of your group and just mm -hmm. experience life as a trio. Yeah. Uh, I'm psyched. And I'm glad. Now, what I have done mm -hmm. is because I knew this was going to be an issue. Sure. What, is that I, I, I have invited David Huntsberger. Okay. Yep. I and love then David I have told him he's responsible just for pairing off with you. Okay. So that's... So he was like, I can't you, wait to hang out with you. And I'm like, well, you're not going to. Because you're going to be responsible for getting Cy just a little bit, just a couple seats away, just so we can have a little conversation. So I was under the impression that, because you're like, Dave's a Niner fan. And I was like, I know, we should bring him. So that fucking sucks that that's the reason you did it. Uh, but <laughs> I think it's going to be really nice. It will genuinely, it will be the, because I've spent time with Kelsey. Mm -hmm. And I've spent enough time with you. Yeah, enough is right. But the only, I think the literal only time the three of us have been in a facility together was the 30 seconds that you allowed me into your apartment. It was a townhome. And he allowed me, Cody, he allowed me into his apartment in a way, in a way you let your dad's brother that's not, that you haven't seen in 60 years stop by after like a graduation or something. Or your dad, when he wants your to, dad when he you. wants to come and get a double sided stamped dime. Yeah, that's your or what dollar? I guess yeah, it was sure. uh, the dime was the other thing. But you know, you came in and there are three level of stairs, and I didn't know what you were comfortable with, so I showed you around the main level. No, I'm great at stairs. Hmm. Well, tell that to your sciatica from yesterday. But Stop it. You fucking said it. Yeah, but why bring it up? I'm doing great. Because you Look just at me. said you're good at Look stairs. Look at me. You're like Look at fucking me. kung fu panda I'm doing on awesome. stairs. Yeah, I will reference a cartoon if I have to, because I love it. I just think... So I was thinking about... I've been thinking about thruples a lot lately. Okay. And I think... 
The interesting thing about a th- you and me and a thruple okay. is I think the partner changes everything. Sure. Because I think if we thruppled Jenna, okay. I think everything would go great. Okay. I don't see a lot of issues there. I see some, but keep going. But I see very few issues. I don't see any more issues than I see with, you know, just being in a normal relationship. Hmm. Okay. If we thruppled Kelsey, mm-hmm. I see a lot more issues. Okay. Excuse me. No, I'm doing that wrong. I've said this all wrong. I've said it all wrong. See, I knew it. I said it all wrong. I'd like to start over. If we are, if we were to thruple Kelsey, I don't. I'm going to tell you something. I don't like having this conversation without those two people here to defend themselves. Well, it's not. I don't. It's not. It's not. I'll listen to you. Okay. I'm just saying. I think if we thruppled in your world, I don't think it would be. I think that would be like a whole like. You know me, I need emotional support. So I don't think there's a lot of threat there. I think you'd be like, hey, Kelsey, can you talk to Sai about this thing? And then I'd be fine. And we just, there'd be a nice triangle of emotional support. And I think if you came to Thruple with Jenna, all of a sudden you'd be like, are you fucking my wife? Like, that's what I'm worried about. Oh, you would be like that or I would be like that? Because she's not my wife. You would be like that. But I think you'd claim her as your wife. I'd like to take this whole topic off the table. And I'd like to if pick a different you thing. you don't know me by now. Can we get Bird Dog in here? Back to the lake here for a second. I have been... Here's my plan. Okay. We're going to get out on that lake today. Okay. We're going to get out on the open water. Mm-hmm. We're going to pontoon around. But what you're going to learn is I can't drive my pontoon because of daddy's disabled shoulders. Okay. So, hey, you're going to get to drive the pontoon. Oh, wow. That's going to be very fun I'm going to fucking... So, uh, your pontoon, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken... Mini-tune. It's a mini-tune. It's a mini-tune, and it has a trolling motor. Trolling motor on it. Which is the same thing they use on bumper boats. Pretty much. I would say... Sure, okay. I guess I'm, t- I'm prefacing all of this to yeah. let you know I'm going to run into another boat. That tracks. If I get to drive. I want, I, I've been looking into electric motors because okay. you, you need a, you can only have a certain amount of power on this lake. Okay. There's a power limitation. And I found an electric motor that has. I'm surprised you were willing to buy on this lake if there is a limit to the power you can have. Yeah, which is difficult That's for me. That's surprising. Very difficult for me. Somebody likes to control. Well. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Because my wife can hear us and I don't need two people against me in this I'm not against you. I'm just saying when I I tell people that my role on this show is to show up with one story, that's because I was told that was my role. That That is not a choice. That is not accurate. You don't touch the fucking cameras. That is not accurate. You don't fucking talk to the people with the ads. You just fucking come with one bad story and that's it. Listen to me. I have asked you to come with two to three bad stories. I want to look like a star. That was a quote. That is not a quote. That is a quote from you. I want to look like a star. Lord knows I would love you to talk to the ad people. And Lord knows. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but here's the problem. I can't talk to the ad people. We can't. We'll lose our relationship. I can't be the person that answers the phone at Capital One because they're like, yeah, you know, my credit card's frozen. I'd be like, well, why don't you stop being such a lazy piece of shit and figure yeah. it out? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I can't talk to the ad. I honestly think that is a perfect dynamic. I think you have found in mm-hmm. me, yeah. regardless of, it's kind, 
despite how difficult it may be, mm-hmm. I think you have found a good other, specifically for this medium. We are a yin and yang. Yeah, and we are very are much. Say, it's yang, and I don't, I don't know either. But, no, I mean, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, okay, it works. Just tell me, tell me your one fucking story for this episode <laughs> that you have prepared. Okay. It was just a very funny thing that happened at a show. Oh, so it's short, too. Yeah. Okay, great. It was a very funny thing that happened at a show. Um, I was talking about how I think I'm a good dad because you only have to be better than your dad to be a good dad. And I was like, my dad made that pretty easy. Yeah. I just have to, uh, you know, I said... Uh, so, so anyways, I go, who else had a bad dad? And there was a meaty, like m- hands of meat. I thought it was fucking shoes in the back. Yeah. <laughs> just clapping, just slap, slap. And I go, oh shit. There's a, in my head, I go, there's a man back there that has a horrible father. And I want to hear this story. Mm-hmm. And so I go, tell me about your dad. And then a woman's voice came through Okay, and she goes, my dad supports Budweiser and he gives Budweiser all his money and it's ridiculous. And so in my head, I'm going like, oh my God, this woman thinks that her dad is a bad father because he's still contributing to a company that has a transgender spokesperson. Sure. I am not getting political about this. Don't turn the fucking podcast off. I just want to tell you that's what my That's what your brain thought. Right. And so I was like, I go, that's, that's a bad dad. And then I was like, I guess we all have our fucking, our problems. Yeah. yeah. Well, she came out to me after the show and, okay. and stopped by. I didn't know it was her. We took pictures, whatever. They bought t-shirts and koozies. So nice. Mm-hmm. And then they're about to walk away and she was kind of like turning a little, but then turning back and turning a little. And then her husband goes, just tell him. Okay. And she goes, I was the Budweiser lady. And I go... Okay. I go, why are you so upset? She goes, it has nothing to do with that. Oh my God. I support everything. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say, I, she goes, I'm a little tipsy. And I was trying to explain to you that my dad was an abusive alcoholic oh. and just gave all the money that we should have had to Budweiser. To the Bud- <laughs> I was fucking laughing in that moment so hard. Cause I'm like, just imagine you couldn't have picked a worse fucking beer to throw out. Yeah. But that's the beer that he drinks. So that's yeah. the one that she went with. She wasn't even thinking about any of that other stuff. Yeah. Talk about a uh, just man, just a miss. And um, and then the guy behind her. So she goes, I'm so sorry. I go, you don't have to apologize to me. I was just like trying to figure it out. I was confused by it. And she gave me a hug. And then this guy behind me had this like kind of sad look on his face. And he goes, so is this what closure looks like? And I'm like, I'll give you a fucking hug too, dude, whatever. I don't care. It was so great. It was such a fun time because on stage, the whole time I was doing my act, half my brain was like, what the fuck is this Budweiser? I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And then she told me and I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Everyone in that room thought you were fucked up. She, but what she also needs to do is maybe, and I don't mean go to like, but maybe work on... How you tell people you have an alcoholic father. Yeah. Anyways, this that, episode that was is brought clever. to you by BetterHelp.com. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a clever way to do it. That's a clever way to... Uh, uh, my father gave all our money to the racetrack they were building by our house. And when I say race, I do mean other <laughs> colors. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's weird. No, it was a real left turn there. <laughs> yeah. 
The uh, speaking of ruined homes and families. Okay. I. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we got here. Yeah. Thank you. I. I. I think there's a really funny way you can get caught having an affair. So. Wow. <laughs> Cody. Is this the story? Is this the origin story of Bird Dog? <laughs> so, yeah, see, what I would do is I'd bring my harmonica around and I'd give it a toot. And then I'd see all the little gals come around and I'd say, I'd, you want to give it a toot? And you're like, nah, it's 2023, Bird Dog. I'd walk into a bar and I'd be like, listen, if you can queef, we can make some music. <laughs> if you have the queefing ability. I quit, I quit the show. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome to the Swamp Cast. I'm here today <laughs> with my newly hired co-host, Bird Dog Hammond. Now, you watch out, because he's going to get after it. You understand me? I'm here to give you the facts, like the Democrats have uh, once again rigged America's Got Talent. And uh, But you need to watch out for Bird Dog. Please don't get mad at me about that. That was a funny thing to say. Fuck off. <laughs> that was that? the prettiest queef I ever heard in my life, Bird Dog. That's such a hard word for me. Queef? Yeah, I hate it. Really? It's funny. <laughs> you should not have told me that. <laughs> no. Oh, across from me as always is Queef Amundsen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think that's one of those I words. I don't know why I'm laughing. That's one of those like words that, where, as comedians, we've just we're just around so much vulgarity that mm. it's like a funny word because yeah. it's just an extra level of vulgar. Uh, it's kind of like you don't realize how graphic the word pussy is. Until right. you see Shubes say it in a sold-out show yeah. in front of a bunch of, like, normal couples. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I did not need a man with giant hands to say pussy. Yeah, yeah I don't need tickets. any part of that. Do you think, like, fart and queef were named because of the sounds they make? Do you think the first thing was, like, I'm asking you, that's a, because how else? I understand you're asking me, but I don't need to be asked. Okay. Well, ask me a question, and we'll see how it fucking goes. What were you saying? What's a funny way to get caught having an affair? This has got to be the end. This has got to <laughs> be the end of the show and the relationship. It's... I think the funniest way to get caught having an affair okay. is for a wife to come home and hear your mistress queef. <laughs> I think th I was outside on the phone. Okay. I was sitting out on my garage haunch or my garage stoop. Sure. Haunch is what you have on your shoulders. Okay. I was on my garage stoop. That's a hunch. And so I was talking on the phone yeah. and Jenna had her AirPods on upstairs and was listening to music or maybe they were just in after she was doing something and they've never connected to my phone ever, ever once. Oh, do I have a phone? Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And all of a sudden it just stole my call. I just saw the thing bleep up and it connected to the, mm -hmm. to the AirPods. And all of a sudden she was on the call with the person I was talking to. Yeah. And that has to be the funny, that would have to be the funniest way to get busted having yeah. an affair. So my phone was connected to my Bluetooth in my car mm -hmm. and Olivia was waiting for me in the car, but Kelsey had called me mm -hmm. and I was like, we were talking and then I was like, why can't I was finishing a sentence that maybe wasn't appropriate. Sure. And I was like, hello, hello. So I don't know what Olivia heard, but it had switched to my car. And, and when I got in, she just turned to me and she goes, I hung it up. <laughs> and I was like, uh oh, I also when we were in Mexico, the lack of patience that you're far more mature than you adult daughter no ha has for your behavior yeah. in your new relationship 
is the exact sort of energy that I, I, I just love it. Yeah, it, it, it is. She is just like, oh, my dad's acting like a child. Hang on. Yeah. Um, I was in Mexico at the uh, this festival, right? Okay. We used to do a comedy festival down there. The Acumel. Acumel. The Acumel. And uh, hey, today on Swampcast, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the five worst places you could vacation. Number one, Acumel. Number two, south of Acumel. You want to go down there and see those fucking uh, pyramids that the Incas made? Yeah. You can go ahead and do that, but you're going to have to watch sea turtles fuck to get home because that is you have to drive by Half Moon Bay. Half Moon, shit. Um, I got a, I used to date a girl, had a half moon, blew out her uh, right side of her ass cheek. So I think you're going to be really good at Swamp Cast. I'm going to love being so your, you're, you're going to be great to be like, fuck bird dog. <laughs> I, your character is the guy who just rambles. Cause you went in three different directions. You're like, when I, when I got oh, to yeah. the restaurants, there was a truck in the driveway. You see how expensive gas is right now. My cousin shot a woman six years ago in Memphis. He's getting out on Wednesday. Like, I could really use that energy to balance me out. I would love it. Well, I was down there with another comedian. Okay. And he had just started dating someone, and I had my Bluetooth speaker in the place we were staying. Okay. And he connected to it, but but didn't know. He didn't lose the call. Okay. It was just, like, connected in that way. Yeah. And I heard the most intense one-sided conversation <laughs> and could only imagine what she was saying. Oh, yeah. He was like, spit on your tits. And I was no. like, what's going on? No. Yes. No. Yes. It was. And, I, and then, but then I was like, I wonder if he's getting yelled at right now because it would go quiet and yeah. I couldn't hear her. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he'd come back in with the same enthusiasm. I'm like, I think she's into this because yeah. otherwise he would have to shut it down. Yeah, I would think that's so. fantastic. That's a tough. Uh, I'm going to move past that. Okay. I will tell you, I saw a friend of mine's self. I, I privacy is a very important thing for me. Right. You know that. Yeah. Um, and so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, uh, but that doesn't mean I don't have that inner desire to snoop. Okay. I ha I it's it's more of a thing that I have to recognize it and like you know when a quarterback throws a bad pass and a wide receiver ha and so it doesn't get intercepted he has to come in and play defense and swat it down. Yeah. Can you tell how bad my shoulders are? You yeah. know when a quarterback. I look like a theater major describing sports. You know when a quarterback throws the ball and then a wide receiver comes in? Why is the theater major Southern? I don't There's know. a lot problematic with what I just went through in this moment. I you Listen look, here. You look like a T-Rex that was found in Georgia. Cast. I have a severe issue with theater kids. I've developed a stern view of their sexuality that is based on mythical propaganda that has been purported by members of men in my family, and I will do an aggressive impression. Uh, so when the receiver comes in and knocks the ball down, mm -hmm, sure. I need to have one of those. I have one of those in my head mm -hmm. to like where my, my brain's quarterback is like, Oh, there's an unlocked phone right there. Let's learn some secrets. Oh. And then the wide receiver is like, fucking nope, and pops it down. Uh, but I did, I do have a friend who left their phone on a table back in the day, mm -hmm. and I didn't like their girlfriend, uh -huh. and a message popped up. It's the one time in my life, the one time in my life, I've the wide receiver's been like, I don't want to win this game. <laughs> And I looked at it, and it was the most disturbing, like, 
hey, hey, sweet baby, good morning. I hope you slept better than you've ever slept in your life. Oh, I love you, Boo Bear. Like the most gross sure. fucking Hallmark channel wouldn't even accept this dialogue bullshit. I was actually worried you were going to tell a story about my phone. Oh, And yeah, now no. with this message, I know that it is. Not. No, it's definitely not your phone. Although I will say... I will say what's been interesting is you have come out of your you are more active in this in the social media relationship game sure. as of late. Yeah. And that's been fun to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's that going? I think it's just fine. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, me too. I do, too. <laughs> yeah, I know you said that. I know you started it. OK, well, I'm out of stories. <laughs> and I just thought if I I thought if I kept saying it, I might get you to say something else. Well, I will <laughs> tell you this. Uh, so you, everyone knows I'm a big therapy guy. Yeah. I love it. I love to change the oil. Even if nothing's wrong, there are times where I'll have to talk to my therapist about like football for a half hour until we figure something out to talk about. Sure. Because I'll go in and everything's great, mm -hmm. but I just like to change the oil. Mm -hmm. That's all. I like to be able to tell secrets. Yeah. 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 You like to rip one <laughs> Not out. secrets, but you know, just secrets. No, no, no. But I like to be able to, if there's something bugging me, finally get to mm -hmm. it. Um, and boy, do I have a lot of shit this week. Sure. But, uh, I journal, right? Because, okay, yep. because for me, if I'm going to have a conversation with someone, I have to write it down. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise. Oh, can, in preparation yeah, for the, okay. I just gotcha. like to organize my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so I have a journal and then Kelsey also journals. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just, they're on the kitchen counter, mm -hmm. both of ours. Sure. And uh, never have we, I would, I would rather someone slit my throat and pull my tongue out through mm -hmm. the bottom, yeah. Sicilian necktie. Sure. Then read someone's journal. That feels like such a fucking breach of trust. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I, I would not. And also, here's the other thing. I'm kind of scared that if I read someone's journal, it would just be like, and Chad's a motherfucker, and I pretend to like him. I don't want to find I any knew, of that stuff. I knew some like self-esteem issues were going to peek into that. But I agree with you. I that's yeah. It's... It's the idea of it because as opposed to, like I said, I don't like the idea of looking at someone's phone. I don't like any of that. But the idea of a journal's sole purpose is to release inner emotions and feelings and right. thoughts. I don't, I would rather, this is not an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. If I kept a journal, which I don't because daddy's shoulders don't like to put pen to paper. Sure. But let's say I did. Or thumbs to text messaging. Because your voice to text is unfucking okay. readable. Okay. I'm sorry. I know you're mad. Jeez. That turned south in a hurry, didn't it, Cody? Listen here. So I would, let's say I did keep a journal. Okay. And let's say I put my thoughts in there. I say this without exaggeration. And I think this is going to be hard for you to hear. Okay. But I would rather find out, not, not like a long standing emotion, but I'd rather find out my wife had sex with someone else like a one night stand than that she read my personal private thoughts. That would be a far larger breach of my trust and and the respect that we have between one another yep. than what I'm assuming is whatever handsome fella she let run up inside her. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because and here's I will also say that if if she did have a a, a, a physical affair and it's I think some guys the more handsome and impressive the man is, the more they're insecure and frustrated and angry. You mean handsome the man is that they slept with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the more, like if, if she slept with Tom Brady, 
versus if she slept Tom with Hanks. yeah somebody who's like i just got done with working at the shop like but that do, sort of don't thing you also think like oh god that feels like a step down but sh- did she think it was a step up yeah well, that would then be, i'm gonna be tell hard. you something right now even if your wife had an affair there is not enough notebooks on planet earth for my journaling at that point we we have i'm telling you the truth we, i would go down a fucking hole it's amazing yeah that would be a tough that'd be a tough road <laughs> for everybody involved but one we would work through uh-huh don't you dare the don't you uh, fucking dare. don't you fucking dare don't you dare we've worked so hard to make this relationship work in spite of what i go through emotionally like <laughs> stop it stop it right fucking now i don't care how hot he is pull it together let that receiver come in and swat it down he's retired and i promise he's gonna get softer trust me Oh, Tom for Brady? sure. He's done eating avocado ice cream and his beard's coming in gray. You're he's still on fucking... Tom Brady. Oh, I just I... assume she would be with a hotter older man. Oh, Let's right. end this fucking show because I can't. I don't know what's happened here. I do. And, okay. and what the conclusion we've come to is this. Mm-hmm. I would read your journal. Okay. I wouldn't read yours. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.